Friday, September 23rd, 2016, here on the Patriots Beat Podcast, presented by FanDuel here on CLNS Radio. Today, we will be going over the Patriots drubbing of the Houston Texans on Thursday Night Football while previewing their game against the Bills next week. We'll also be having Charles Rusek on, the Patriots CLNS Beat Writer, to give us some of his notes from the game. This is Larry H. Russell speaking on behalf of the network, thanking you once again for downloading the Patriots Beat Podcast here on CLNS Radio, the leading online provider of audio-video coverage for New England professional sports. Download the free CLNS Radio mobile app for your iPhone or Android for immediate and convenient access to all the content available on the CLNS Radio YouTube channel, podcasting network, and clnsradio.com. Now, on to another edition of Patriots Beat. Take it away, Harris. Thanks, LHR. Hello, everyone. It's episode number 141 of Patriots Beat on CLNS Radio. Go find us on clnsradio.com. Follow us on Twitter at CLNS Radio and on Facebook at facebook.com slash CLNS fans. Oh, my great goodness. Wow. 27 to nothing. On Thursday Night Football in Gillette Stadium as the Patriots take down the Houston Texans. What an unbelievable game. What an unbelievable game plan. All the freaking out over Deflategate. And the Patriots are a win away from the Bills to being 4-0 without the greatest quarterback of all time. This is, this is unprecedented in NFL history to be this good. And with the, in this kind of situation, third string quarterback, first game in the NFL, and he just he just beats one of the three best defenses in football again. Excuse me, the Patriots system done it again. I just I I am stunned with how well they played on all three facets of the ball. Jamie Collins. Living up to my Defensive Player of the Year prediction. Just an unbelievable performance from him. Ryan Allen was maybe even the team MVP this game with just with some incredible punts. I think he placed like six inside of the 20 and like four inside of the 15. I mean, just an unbelievable, un, absolute. I, there are not enough superlatives to describe how unbelievable of a win that was to the New England Patriots. Like I said, 27 nothing. So let's let's break this down. Let's let's go, you know, motion by motion and really see what made uh this win possible for the Patriots. First things first, let's start with the defense because I think that's really the the unit that dominated the most out of the four, excuse me, out of the three. I mean, this was a, if you listen to my segment on the Pat's post game show with uh, Marvin and Mike, they're actually, uh, you know, listen to them every single uh, week after the Patriots win. I'm sure they're doing a great show right now as I'm recording this on Thursday night after the game. But um, shout out to them. But I mentioned on theirs that I thought the Patriots defense matched up incredibly well against the Texans offense. And it turned out that I was completely right. 
because if you look at their offense, it's very much a deep ball-based offense with Will Fuller and DeAndre Hopkins. And once they lost Braxton Miller this week, they lost that ability to go underneath and attack you away from those deep balls. And they just didn't have that option tonight. I mean, they had a couple of running backs running slants. They had like a couple of crappy tight ends. But you could just tell that without that slot receiver, no Cecil Shorts, which I thought was a dumb, dumb cut from the beginning. Um, no Cecil Shorts, no Braxton Miller, and they just had nothing underneath for the Patriots. Uh, very, very similar defensive game plan to what they put up against the Cardinals. Um, uh, it was very impressive that you could see how much they were confusing Brock Osweiler on some of these defensive plays. I mean, some of these dropbacks that he was going back on, he would go two, three, four looks in his progression and just have absolutely no clue what you know what to expect from the defense this time. You know, forced a lot of balls threw a lot of bad throws, overthrows, interceptions, just completely confused the entire game. Matt Patricia pulling out another incredible game performance. Um, one thing I brought up, uh, by the way, I totally forgot to mention that Charles Rusek will be on with us uh, later, the CONS Patriots Pats writer. Wonderful, um, wonderful guy. Has a lot of good knowledge for us later. But one person I really wanted to point out tonight was Jamie Collins. I mean, I mean holy crap. You know, I mentioned him at the beginning of the year as a dark horse defensive player of the year. And you could tell the first two games he was kind of, you know, still moving into his game body. But tonight, man, oh, my God, what was it, 15 tackles, a sack, a, a um, you know, a pick as well. Just just absolutely unbelievable. They played, they played so, so great on the defensive side of the ball. Malcolm Butler played great covering, um, covering Will Fuller all night. Logan Ryan, again, completely shut down DeAndre Hopkins, one of the most dynamic wide receivers in the NFL. Just completely shut them down on defense. That offensive line was having problems all night withholding the Patriots' front seven. Um, Vincent Valentine played a great game. Trey Flowers played his best game as a pro. Chris Long has continued to be one of the best defensive ends in football this year. Jabal Shear got two sacks. I mean, it's just there. there's so much... Um, there's there's just so much to talk about on the defensive side of the ball. It was magnificently played. Uh, a couple disappointments. A little bit disappointed in how uh, Shane McClellan played. He just didn't really do anything. Kind of disappointing, but it doesn't really matter at this point, does it? Uh, so let's move on to the offensive side of the ball. Um, the offensive side of the ball was a really interesting. Very clearly, they went with a um, uh, short passing game, power running game against one of the best linebacking cores in the NFL, but again, you know, what's the one thing I've said on this podcast every single week about defenses in the NFL? You can have as great a defensive line as you want. You can have great corners as you want. I don't really care. If you have terrible linebackers and you have terrible safeties, you're not going to be a good defense, just straight up. And I'm not saying the Texans aren't a good defense, but if you have a weak middle of the field and you're going against a team like the Patriots that all they do is attack the middle of the field, then you're going to have problems. Look at their game all night. They were just attacking the middle of the field. Attack, 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 then making fakes and moving off of those fakes. I mean, Jacoby Brissett's touchdown run was, was Randall cunningham X. I I mean, he, just, just a magnificent game played by the young rookie. Um, very clear that he still has some holdups when it comes to throwing the football. Uh, he was a little bit high, a little bit inaccurate, but, you know, Again, he is a third-string quarterback, and he is a rookie. But, you know, you can't blame the guy. Didn't turn the ball over. No interceptions. No fumbles. Didn't, he only had, like, one bad pass, and that was in the red zone when um, uh, Jonathan Joseph made a really good play on the ball. 
But besides that, I mean, you, you got to be really happy with what you saw from Jacoby Brissett. I, ju- I just don't know how it's possible. They have three just sick quarterbacks. One of them's the best QB of all time. Um, I just, it's just unbelievable. Un, un, unbelievable. Incredible game. Uh, a couple more people to point out. Nate Solder finally looked back in form. They, J.J. Watt, again, completely shut down from a New England Patriots perspective. Com- completely stopped. Didn't have to worry about him at all. All game long. It was totally unbelievable. Incres- incredibly impressive to, uh, to see from this Patriots offense. Uh, especially on the offensive line. Again, with these... Um, Excuse me. It's just absolutely incredible to see this offensive line where it's uh, come back this time of year compared to where it was last year. I mean, Dante Skarniecki is just dominating this year. He's I said at the beginning of the year he's worth two wins, and he's been worth four. I mean, the the offensive line is what's been carrying this team through this tough, uh, tough stretch of games that they have here. And I I think without the Without the offensive line, with how well they played, I don't think we would have had great performances from Jacoby Brissett. We certainly wouldn't have had as great performances from Jimmy Garoppolo. So, you know, very interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see what they do next week against the Buffalo Bills. Um, you know, what quarterback do they play? What's the team going to look like health-wise? Uh, what's up with Dante Hightower and his injury? Uh, I think that if, if this was a bigger game, that Dante Hightower would have probably played. But at the same time, you know, you don't really need to force him in the game. It's week three. No reason to push it too hard. So, you know, incredibly impressive. So let's, let's also look at the Patriots special teams because this was a, you know, this is a, a unit that is easily one of the best in the NFL. Bill Belichick can't stop talking about them every single time uh, during his press conferences. And, I mean, you know, again, they showed up tonight. This is, has to be one of the most talented and deep special teams cores. I mean, you have Devin McCourty, Nate Ebner, Brandon King, uh, Matt Slater, um, uh, Jonathan Freeney on the special teams unit, like just some really good players, really smart veterans, really good tacklers, and just some really you know professional guys on special teams, causing two fumbles tonight, recovering both of them that ended up being huge turning points in the game for the Patriots. Um, the only issue they had tonight was Cyrus Jones fumbling the ball twice. I'm sure he's gonna be pretty pissed. He's not gonna be able to celebrate um, with the rest of his team tonight. Because he he didn't perform too well. Uh, it was very nice to see them give him the ball back after his first fumble. I don't think they're. I think they're going to live with the fumbles until it gets recovered by the other team. I think that we're going to continue to see Cyrus Jones just because we know what he can do when he's not fumbling the football. So very impressive uh, from the Patriots special teams unit. Ryan Allen. Uh, I can't can't talk enough about the impact he had on the game tonight. Uh, the the amount of impact you can have on the game by simply controlling the field position battle is just unbelievable. Go listen to Bill Belichick's press conference from this game. I guarantee you all he's going to talk about is field position, field position, field position, and about how that just completely took the the tempo out of the game. I mean, you could tell the Texans' offense from the beginning just could not do anything uh, against this defense. They even resorted to a point on the fourth and four play. I'm pretty sure if you're on Twitter, you would have seen this by now. The Texans called the same pick play that Malcolm Butler intercepted in the Super Bowl, and he almost picked the ball off again on the same play. And it was insane because it would have been a pick six, but he dropped the ball. I think it was Michael Hurley who said that, like, it's even more unbelievable now that he caught the ball in the Super Bowl because that play is so hard to make, and it's so hard to intercept that ball consistently. But it doesn't matter because he did it anyway. It was unbelievable. Just 
crazy how this defense has been playing this year. But anyway, now that we've gone through that, uh, calling all fantasy football fans, put your skills to the test this week for a chance to win cash on FanDuel. One week fantasy football is choose your contest, pick your team, and win. Contests for beginners or bigger tournaments. For more experienced players, leagues start just at $1, and setting up a league is easy. Cash prizes paid out every single week. And this week, don't miss out. FanDuel Sunday Million Tournament paying out at least $1 million in prizes. Uh, I've actually used this before. I want you guys to go uh, and play in our uh, Patriots uh, Listener League on FanDuel. Just go to CLNS Radio. Excuse me. uh, Go to FanDuel.com slash Patriots. Think you know more about fantasy football than me? Go ahead and prove it. Try FanDuel now and get up to $50 in free entries. New users who deposit will get five free entries to the NFL's 50-50 beginner contest. Valued up to $50. You'll get one free entry a week, and for five weeks, value of free entries varies based on the deposited amount. Go to FanDuel.com again, click the Join Now button, and use my promo code PATRIOTS. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com, promo code PATRIOTS, void where prohibited. Now that we've got to that, I'd like to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, Charles Rusek will be joining us from the CLNS Radio Patriots Beat writing crew, and he will have some interesting information us from their game against the Texans and their upcoming matchup against the Buffalo Bills. See you soon. CLNS Radio's leading online coverage of the Boston Celtics is now even more comprehensive than ever. From the Celtics postgame show to the Garden Report to CSL and to Celtics Beat, CLNS Radio will now provide basketball fans game day coverage before anyone else in the lead-up to tip-off. The all-new Boston Celtics pregame show with myself, Larry H. Russell, will be released on clnsradio.com on game days at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, making it the first pregame show to air anywhere. We will give you a featured interview from someone providing opposing insight, a pregame report, and go on a Celtics draft pick watch all in just 15 minutes. Available game days at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on CLNS Radio and clnsradio.com the leading online provider of audio-video coverage of the Boston Celtics. Welcome back into Patriots Beat. It's time for our featured guest segment. This week we have Charles Rusek, one of the Patriots writers, first CLNS Radio. And Charles, we we just talked about this. I mean, they, they pitched a shutout on Thursday night football against a very good team. Jacoby Brissett looked great, completely outcoached. I just, where do you start with this game? I, I literally don't know where to start. Every single phase of the game, every single person, every player, every coach, like everybody just did an outstanding job. Like I like I can't like I can't even pick something. It's just it's it's unbelievable. I, I don't I have not seen a team get that thoroughly out coached and outplayed uh, a team uh, excuse me, a a team that's supposed to be one of the AFC elite just got blown out by a third-string rookie quarterback. Oh, yeah, it's unbelievable. I'm like, you know, I just – I couldn't believe it, you know, just watching, you know, that defensive line of the Texans, you know, with J.J. Watt and Vince Wilfork, and that's just such a hyped-up defensive line. And I don't – like, you didn't hear about them. You know, you didn't hear about them all game long. You know, J.J. Watt was invisible to me. And the, then yeah, JJ Watt again for his like third game in a row against the Pats, just being a complete yeah. just ghost. Every time they play them, you know, and especially when when the Texans come here, they're you know JJ Watt just he can't he can't get anything. I, I got 
is it an overstatement right now to say that this Patriots team is probably by far the best team in the NFL? No, it's not an overstatement at all. It's uh, you know, it's it's true because you're you're down Rob Ninkovich. You're you've been down Dante Hightower the past couple weeks, and of course Tom Brady isn't there. So you're you know you're short on defense a couple guys, and you don't have the quarterback that's been leading you for the last decade and a half. And then the guy that's supposed to be a young, promising, you know, third-year quarterback, he goes down. And then now he leads the offense, and then they put up 27 points, you know. It's unbelievable. The depth on this team is nuts. So one of the things uh, I wanted to bring up with you is if you look at the defensive side of the ball, I mean, one player that just had a game, a better game than I think he's had in, I think, over a season now, is Jamie Collins being completely back to form. I mean, I had him as my, as my dark horse defensive player of the year. Tonight he comes out, 16 tackles, a pick, a sack. Like, he was all over the place. Yeah, I completely agree. You know, he's, he's always done well, he's done great, and he's been hyped up throughout the offseason. And then this game, he really came out there, and he showed you why he is like a dark horse pick to win like a defensive MVP award. You know, he's fast, he's athletic, he can do it all. And he really showed it today. Like, there was one play I remember. It wasn't anything big, but he stopped, stopped Lamar Miller right at the line. He blew the tackle up, and then he got Lamar Miller. And I was just like, that's just a forceful man. And, you know, if you, if you keep looking at that defense, you notice that, again, for the second game in a row, Logan Ryan completely shut down DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins is going to get his usual, like, four crazy catches, but just locked down. Oh, oh my God, it's unbelievable. Like, he had a couple, like, nice catches on the sideline, but, like, he held them, like, to, like, 40 yards, I think. And that is, like, an arguably, like, there's Antonio and Odell, and then it's, like, DeAndre Hopkins is right there. So it's, like, I couldn't believe it. I thought he's at least going to score. Like, I didn't think maybe he put up crazy numbers, but, like, Logan Ryan put on the clamps to shut him down. Will Fuller, great rookie. You know, he's been surprising the past couple weeks. He didn't do anything. Like, it was unbelievable. <laughs> It was very clear that this game was over, though, from the time the Patriots ran the Jets sweep with Martellus Bennett across the line of scrimmage. The, ga- the game was just over. I've, this is ridiculous. I, I, 27 to nothing? It's, like, I, can't, like, I really can't believe it. And like, I'm just outstanding by everything that happened. Like The cornerback play was unbelievable, like we were just talking about. The special teams. Uh, Ryan Allen... Like, that's a quiet MVP of the game right there. Okay. He, I think every punt, he pinned it in the 20-yard line. Amazing. Just the, even their dominance on special teams. Besides, the, the only person that really didn't play well was, was um, Cyrus Jones, who fumbled the ball twice. But luckily, they didn't even, it didn't even matter. Yeah, yeah, luckily today, you know, that really had no effect on us. But, uh, but yeah, you know, like, you know, two forts fumbled on a kick. Like, you know, what more can you ask for from the special teams? That. They, I felt like, really kept us going in the game because when we started on the second half, we took down, like, five minutes of the clock, and then we get that fumble, and then we're able to take down, like, another, like, three or four minutes. And the next thing you know, we took up, like, the first nine minutes of the second half. So I think, you know, that was huge for us because, you know, you don't want to ask Jacoby Brissett to do too much or put the defense in a tough situation. So the special teams was giving us great field position, and they were getting the ball back for us and just helping us slowly turn out this game and put points up on the board. It, 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 it's incredible just the turnaround these guys had. I mean, four days ago, they lose their starting quarterback 
for or they lose their starting quarterback in Garoppolo. They don't know if they're going to bring in a QB to start. They give the ball to Brissett, and he just comes out here and just bosses over everyone, just runs him over. Total domination. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought, I thought he was calm, cool, and collected. He didn't do anything overly flashy, although that run was really nice. But he went out there, and he did what the Patriots preached. He did his job. He threw the ball, got completions, and he ran it a few times. Very nice run. That one touchdown run, that was unbelievable. He just went out there and did his job. And next thing you know, they're up 27-0. Shut out. Great, great job by him. Another, you know, another factor to this season has been the return and recovery of LeGarrette Blunt just yes. going off on everyone, just running so angry, the offensive line just being so <laughs> dominant in the run game. It, it's, it's a pleasure to watch that man run the football. Oh, yeah, I, I'm a huge LeGarrette Blount fan. When he came out his rookie year, he got like a 1,000 yards. I thought he was so awesome. And then when he came to the Patriots, I was so excited. And then, you know, he's done pretty good. He got like 700 yards, you know, a couple times, like the first year and then last year with us. But, wow, this year he has really just – I don't know what's gotten into him. I don't know what he's done. But the past couple games, getting 100 yards. And what I love is that he's doing it in the second half because you saw earlier, you know, in this game, I think he only had like 11 yards in the first half. He's the closer. It's it's awesome. Like, that's when you need to run, you know? Because Mm -hmm. you see games when clutch situations happen, you need a first down, and then you can't get them. You can't run the clock out. But then this game, you know, and the last game, LeGarrette Blunt has just been closing the game out, and it's awesome. I think a lot of people have been a little bit worried that the Patriots, the past couple of games, have taken their their foot off the pedal uh, when they come out of the second half. But in reality, they're just grinding out clock. And, you know, you can, if you, like, for their instance, the Dolphins last week, last week, they struck pretty quickly and were able to attack the Patriots' lack of really trying to get a home run. Or, sorry, trying to get a, uh, a touchdown. I'm in Red Sox mode, too. Um, but, you know, it seems that with LeGarrette Blunt, you know, they use him in the second half just to finish the game off, just to grind out so much time. I mean, tonight, they had the ball in that second half for at least 75% of the time. It was unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, they, yeah. They took out the first nine, ten minutes of that of that third quarter. It was unbelievable. His you know? so his stats on the season uh, through three games: two hundred ninety-eight yards, four TDs on seventy-five carries. Great, unbelievable. He he's just a guy that has been such a pleasure. Just you know, seeing this Patriots team come in, you know, you knew that they were like gonna have to run the ball with Garoppolo, and then now Percent being in the game, you know, you knew something was going to have to happen because you don't want to just put our quarterbacks in that situation where they got to make every single play. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we, we're not known for a running game. And then the fact that they come out there, the, the offensive line, you know, they give them credit too. And then LeGarrette Blount has just been coming back every single game. And they're just putting up yards. And James Devlin, great to have him back, opening up holes for LeGarrette Blount. So it's just awesome seeing, seeing the running game do this because, you know, we haven't really seen an unbelievable running game in a while here in New England, so it's great seeing that again. So moving on to next week, uh, Buffalo Bills, last game without Tom Brady, potential to go 4-0 and without maybe the greatest quarterback in NFL history. Going against the usual foes, the Buffalo Bills, the Buffalo Bumbles is what they should be calling themselves for this season. What, what do you see coming out of this game? Uh... For next week? Yeah. Yeah, I 
you know, things are looking good. You know, I don't want to be overly ecstatic, but, you know, it's pretty hard not to be when you see something like this. I, if, I'd, I'd have a hard time not seeing something to this nature again. You know, not a shutout, but you control the ball. You put up points consistently. Don't try to do anything flashy. And I think they just keep going with it. You know, they keep the run game consistently going, getting it to Edelman on short passes. And then the defense, if, you know, you have DeAndre Hopkins this week and, you know, Will Fuller, who's come out as a, as a nice young rookie, and you put the clamps on them, shut them down. And then now you got Sammy Watkins who's dealing with an injury. And then, uh, you know, I know Goodwin has come out the past couple of weeks with a couple of big touchdowns. But, you know, if you can just do what you did with them, and DeAndre Hopkins is a, is a, is a star. So if you can just do that with them and then just contain Tyrod Taylor, you know, I, I, you know, I don't see how you don't get a, a good win next week. Who do you think starts a QB next week? Do you think they give the ball back to Brissett, or do you think they force Garoppolo to play? If it's not catastrophic to like Garoppolo's health, like if he can play and that's okay, like it's not going to hurt him, I think you give it back to Garoppolo. But if there's a chance that it's bad for his health and you mess up things with him, I think, I think you, you give the ball back to Brissett because you had a great defense this week. You have J.J. Watt. You got Clowney, who, who has all the potential. You got Will Fork and, you know, just other great defenders on this defense. And the moment wasn't too bright for him. He was Thursday night football, the only game this week, and all eyes were on him, and the moment just wasn't big. And when he was running with the ball, you know, he had that swagger to him, you know. He was getting pumped. So I think, you know, if, if Garoppolo, if it's like there's a chance that, you know, he can hurt his injury even more, then I think they just threw the ball back to percent. But if Garoppolo's all right and he's clear to go, then they give it back to him. That's how I see it going. So, Charles, any last comments you want to make to everyone before we uh, send you off to go to bed? Uh, you know, just what a what a win this week. You know, just it it really is one of those games that you see, you know, once twice a year where everyone everyone does their job. You know, Ryan Allen was a stud this game. Steven Guskowski was making his field goals. The kickoffs were unbelievable, placed in perfection. And then the kickoffs, you know, the people running down the, the returners, forcing fumbles, just everybody, the run game, the defense, shutting everything down. You know, I think, uh, I think this team, you know, is, uh, you know, to be on something special here. And, uh, you know, that's, I'm just really looking forward to what we're going to see. You know, the depth is unbelievable. And they're putting up wins like this with, like, losing some of their starters. You know, I just, I'm very excited to see what happens when, when Brady's back, when Bronx back to 100%, Hightower, Ninkovich. I'm just excited. Wonderful. Thanks for coming on, Charles. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me. Get, nice talking to you. Get some sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See ya. Thanks again to Charles Rusek for coming on, giving us some good information about the Pats' upcoming game against the Bills, as well as their game against the Texans. So let's move over to this game against the Bills. I'll preview. uh, This is going to be a shorter show, just because I'm recording this on Thursday night, and I have to wake up early for class tomorrow. But at the same time, uh, very, very uh, promising chance for the Patriots to move to 4-0 against the Buffalo Bills. Um, Buffalo, it's a team just totally reeling right now. Um, you know, we'll see what happens this Sunday uh, with them. But, I mean, this is a team that is on some of their last measures. I mean, firing their offensive coordinator who apparently wanted who wanted out and just it didn't really help at all their offense. And now they're 0-2. 
just depressed out of their minds. Rex Ryan's probably on the hot seat right now, probably going to get fired uh, some point at the end of this year if this doesn't improve. But, you know, very opportunistic for the Patriots. Now 10 days to prepare for a very easy opponent. We'll see who the quarterback is. It's either going to be Brissett or Garoppolo. Obviously, Brady will come back the week after. But, hey, we are almost through the deflategate segment. And I think if anyone, if you told me the Patriots were going to get through this 3-0 up to this point, I, I would have I would have thought you were wrong. I thought they would have gone 2-1 through these games or even worse, gone 1-2. and two. But 3-0, to how well this team has been coached and to how well uh, this team has been prepared and game-planned for some of these games. But with that being said, we're now going to move into my Patriots Beat Pick of the Week, sponsored by MyBookie. The NFL brings great opportunities to make some serious cash while watching football, so do yourself a favor before placing that wager and head over to MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag is focused around providing a unique, personalized, and stress-free gaming experience for each and every one of our clients, no matter if you play sports, casino games, or horse racing. MyBookie also offers players incentives in the form of best daily bonuses and special promotions. So what are you waiting for? Open and your fun today and with MyBookie and start winning with the best. Check out MyBookie.ag mobile platform and start enjoying the safety and convenience of at-home betting when you're on the go. Try it out today and you'll never miss a winning bet. As a loyal listener of CLNS Radio's Patriots Beat Podcast, use the promo code PATS, P-A-T-S, to get a 100% bonus on your first deposit yes promo code p-a-t-s whatever you deposit my bookie will match with that being said let me give you my pick for the week so looking at the lines right now i see that either tennessee is favored by a point and a half or oakland is favored by a point and a half but whatever that line is take oakland uh, I don't care how Oakland's defense has played. They're still incredibly talented. That offense can put up points, and Tennessee is just bad. Them being a one-and-a-half-point favorite is a real insult to how talented this Raiders team is. So definitely put a little money on the Oakland Raiders for me this weekend. If I'm right, come and tell me uh, on Twitter, at Sportsteen. That's at Sport, uh, S-P-O-R-T-S-T-E-I-N. Find me on Twitter. We can talk some pats, talk some sports betting. To finish up the show, I wanted to tell you guys to go listen to the Patriots pregame, uh, Patriots postgame show. Excuse me. I've been on it a couple times now. You guys can call in at 929-477-2386. I'm usually on with them every single Sunday to give a little postgame analysis. Uh, It's either myself or Tyler Trudeau, sometimes Charles Rusek's on. Marvin and Mike, the guys who do the postgame show, do a really, really good job. Go listen live on CLNS Radio. Dot com. But that's going to do it for today's Patriot Beat Podcast. If you want to help support the show, please give us a subscription, rating, and review on iTunes and Stitcher. Today's show is presented to you again by FanDuel, FanDuel.com slash Patriots to join our FanDuel League and MyBookie, MyBookie.ag slash Pats, and MyBookie will match your first deposit. Music was provided by H209, Hyde209, excuse me, and Joshua Morse. I want to thank our guest Charles Rusek from the CLNS Radio Network. Thanks to him for giving us some really good insight on this game and the game is looking forward for content manager michael Longi, clns radio executive producer larry h russell and the founder of the network nick gelso thanks to everyone who turned in this is harris rubenstein and this is the patriots podcast powered by clns radio